0: Hello and welcome to another cool episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about a single movie and we'll get to this episode's movie in a little bit. But first, as usual, I need to invite you, the listener, to give us your film recommendations. That's right. Every so often during Tay's episode, we do a fan vote and you get to choose our fate. Uh, you can submit your movie recommendations either in the comments below in the on the Film Freaks YouTube uh, video or in the Discord in the Movie Stuff section. You can recommend movies there. Or you can send us an email at ff.filmfreaks, uh, with a Z at the end, at gmail.com. Um, all ways are fine, but most people prefer to do it when they're on the podcast talking about their movie, just like Callus last episode. All right, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves before we introduce the movie. I am Yummy the Ferret, and I'm here with... Brady Waffles. Taymation.
1: Rave Positivity.
0: Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? Good. How are all you? Sleepy. Doing well. Doing um, freeze-tastic. Mm. Hey. Already with the puns. <laughs> Uh, so, we, we really, I mean, well, let's just, let's just dive right in, you know? Let's just dive right into this one.
2: So, now uh. That's a dice. Can't do it. I, Got I, it. I,
0: I took a bit of a, a spin here on the usual recommendations, and I chose to recommend a movie that I knew was kind of bad, but I hadn't seen it in a while. It's an old favorite of me when mine when I was a kid, uh, obviously, <laughs> When I was uh, very young. Um, But uh, the movie we're talking about today is Batman and Robin from 1997, directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, So the synopsis is, uh, along with crime-fighting partner Robin and new recruit Batgirl, Batman battles the dual threat of frosty genius Mr. Freeze and homicidal herbologist (laughs) Poison Ivy. Uh, Freeze plans to put Gotham City on ice while Ivy tries to drive a wedge between the dynamic duo. This stars George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thur- Thur- Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Alicia Silverstone, Michael Goh, Vivica A. Fox, John Glover, and Coolio. Coolio's in this. And uh, the place that I would like to start is... Um, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm going to be 100% with y'all. <laughs> um, after watching almost every single movie in the Snyderverse for DC, I actually had a lot of fun with this. Um, and I think that's one of the things that kind of got lost once um, Christopher Nolan took over the Batman franchise. This kind of killed the whole like campy Tim Burton version of Batman um, to make way for you know the Dark Knight and... and um, batman begins and dark knight rises um but there is something very charming about this version of batman that kind of spoke to me a little bit because i mean like i said I, or i was going to say like the Snyderverse is just so dull and gritty and boring um throughout most of its tenure like there's maybe a f- one movie here or there that's actually worth going back to and re-watching it and every now and then but um I, I had fun with this one. I thought I mean one you know, a lot of people reference this and say it's the worst superhero movie ever made. I don't think that. I really don't think that.
3: Well, I agree with you. It's not definitely not the worst um I've ever seen. Um and it definitely like felt like especially at the very beginning, it felt like it was an homage to like the, the really old campy sixty Batman like TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as the movie went on, they tried to be a little more serious, and that's when it kind of starts to fall apart, I think. We're just like, oh, no, no, stop taking yourself seriously.
0: You're not yeah. serious.
3: You're, you're silly.
0: <laughs> well, I think it kept a silly tone throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially because yeah. Mr. Freeze no, is, it, is spewing off right. one-liners left and right. I, I, yeah, was, And even, <laughs> like... Even um, Poison Ivy is is just like it's, it's a, it, the whole movie is pretty much a camp fest, right? It's just a very mm-hmm. campy, like everything is 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 fairly whimsical, um, and like obviously you had like the subplot of Alfred dying, but everything around that is you know it's it's really fun and entertaining at least you know i i can't i can't call batman v superman entertaining in my opinion like i just can't <laughs> the the zac like the justice league movie that came out i can't i i don't i don't say that that's entertaining i thought that was terrible and i would watch this movie again 3 times before i watch batman v superman again i'm being honest like this was yeah, I agree
3: yeah. with that I haven't seen Batman V Superman, but I know enough about it to know that I would pick this movie over that movie.
1: This movie was just so entertaining from like from the get-go, and I really enjoyed it too. I didn't think I was going to.
0: Yeah, you know, I I think maybe I was indoctrinated by just how many people were saying that it was just so bad, so bad. You know, that's bad.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, it definitely was
0: bad. Don't well, get well, me hold wrong. On, hold on. I, I, yeah. now, now, I think that, yes, I think that in general, yeah. the movie is slightly bad. OK, I think that <laughs> they do a few things kind of wrong in here. Like Bane is the big thing that's like like if you know Bane as a character, you know, that this version of him is a bastardization that should never have been put on film.
1: Yeah. yeah, although but, I will say, but,
3: didn't they get like his look m- more correct in this movie? Yeah, his look like, is his yeah. look is spot on to yeah. like his personality. Well, maybe not is spot not there, on, but,
0: but it's pretty close yeah. to the original. But yeah, I mean they kind of just made him a thug in in the movie. He's just kind of he's just kind of. You know, a brain dead moron. I guess you could say. (laughs) Uh, And in the in the comics and in other movies, you see him. He's he's like a tactician. He's you know he's got the brawn, but he's also got the brains, which is what makes him really really powerful in the in the Batman universe. And um, even like the Arkham Asylum games, like Arkham Knight and Arkham not not Arkham Knight, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, kind of get his character wrong a bit. They make him too burly and too like stupid at times <laughs> they kind of fixed it when arkham origins came out but that game's just in general kind of bad so i usually yeah, write that right. one off a little bit but it's hard to get I, I guess it's just hard to get bane right because even in the dark knight rises like as much as i enjoy the character he just didn't see he didn't, he, it didn't feel like a bane in that movie either um I don't know which one gets closer to what I want for Bane, but it's, it's 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 probably a mix between the two of them, right? Get the get the look of Batman and Robin's Bane and get like the tactical side of Dark Knight Rises Bane, maybe remove like the muffled mask, I guess, but <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd have to agree with you. I feel like Dark Knight Rises Bane was just like a dude that was just had a little too much juice and then was like, "Hey, I want to terrorize people." <laughs> like not really there's nothing really super villainy about him other than that
0: yeah and kind of make the comparison too like you look at the story for batman and robin is it the best written story no is it the best like acted performances ever (laughs) no but it makes more sense than what they did in dark knight rises in my opinion they really (laughs) shoehorned in a lot of characters into that movie and tried to make something from the dust after heath ledger unfortunately passed away and it yeah. just really, it's not a really cohesive story in the end. And, like, especially at the end when they're like, it's all, all of a sudden Talia Al Ghul is here. Woo. Uh, <laughs> but I think that Batman and Robin actually has, like, it's got a coherent story. Like, the it has a plot that you can fall along to no matter how unversed you are in, like, the comics and the characters and stuff like that, I feel like.
1: Yeah. I agree. It only got 11% from Rotten Tomatoes 3.8 <laughs> on IMDb.
0: Well, it's time to turn the narrative around, folks. Come <laughs> on. Like It's not that bad. Like, it's bad, but it's not that yeah. bad, you know? A- I,
1: I agree. I feel like they were a little too harsh, a little, a little too harsh. I liked all of the, the practical stuff they did in this movie, oh, too. Yeah. It was It was fantastic.
0: Which, yeah, you know, fortunately, made the CGI stand out really. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean that just kind of plays into the campiness, I would yes. say. Like you know, <laughs> when, when you see like, I I I was wish I was watching it and I was wishing that they were gonna like using they would use miniatures for like the vehicles and stuff like that, but <laughs> instead it was like that poorly rendered CG uh, on top of like uh, really well done backdrops and stuff like that. But yeah. th- what they do that is practical in the movie is actually really good. Like, Mr. Freeze looks incredible. And I know mm-hmm. that Arnold Schwarzenegger hated sitting in that chair for hours on end and getting that stuff put onto his face. But, <laughs> like, it, it really worked in the end. Um, Poison yeah. Ivy, Uma Thurman, like, they really did a great job with her makeup and her costume. Um, I didn't really like-, like her costume. Like, Oh,
1: I loved it.
3: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it, uh, it's just because, like... What I guess I don't know if it's more modern. What how poison ivy is you know depicted and stuff like in the Harley Quinn cartoon and stuff, but well even in the Batman cartoons, doesn't she more green like her skin well, is always she's, green.
0: She's completely green in in the in the cartoons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in, no, and, like, in the, and in the video games.
1: They put all of their their money for makeup into. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I don't even yeah. know because
0: I I feel like having Uma Thurton be completely green would be a poor decision in my opinion. Like I I feel like having her look the way she does in the movie with the with the with the green clothes on is better than having mm-hmm. them put like tons of makeup on her to do like a Mister Freeze esque green look. I just I feel like it would clash maybe yeah. a bit too much. Like especially when they're standing side by side, you know. In <laughs> cartoons, you know, it, it it's obviously not realistic at all. And they, and they can kind of do what they want with shades and stuff like that. But I feel like if they had tried to, you know, spray green over her, I don't know if it would really work. Maybe they could do like accents around the edges or something like that to
1: like, yeah. just more. I mean, they green. did around her eyes a little bit,
0: but yeah, a little bit. I think the makeup got more intense as the movie went on. She, she started to become yeah. more, um, make makeup up, make, up.
3: I will, for me, at least, Poison Ivy was probably my least favorite part of this movie. Like, I would agree with that. She just kind of felt a little hacked on. Like, I mean, it's the same problem you have you know, in like, the Spider-Man movies, uh, the original Spider-Man movies, where they kept just trying to tack on more and more villains per, in each movie. And by the third, you're like, do we really need three villains?
1: I liked her. I thought that Batgirl was kind of <laughs> oh batgirl yeah batgirl was a little spooky. yeah
3: and it just was weird it was just like like okay so instantly she just is good at all
1: this there was literally like, like 20 minutes left of the movie and she's like oh tada and it's like no yeah. like it's oh, too I'm late new, for you
2: yeah and i believe it was too much like gimmick of the you know everyone thinks she's so hot everyone wants to kiss her it's like okay come on <laughs> Like, yeah. Hey, what's the what? Once too many times, you know. Well, I mean,
0: it's the, it's the poison ivy pheromones. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah. and that's and the I whole...
2: get you know it kind of wraps up at the end with a good twist, but well, not good, but you know, with <laughs> rubber, the twist, <laughs> I rubber guess. Rubber lips. <laughs> what <a twist. laughs> what's um, so
3: dumb is he takes him off and from his like rubber lips, and she's like, ah, and she just throws him away instead of like have, he's could have kissed sick.
0: him Yeah, yeah right.
3: Like, he's, yeah. <laughs> you just kiss him again. He took him off. He's an idiot. <laughs>
2: He was an idiot throughout the whole but movie. Still, <laughs> I, I felt like gimmick was a little too much throughout the movie. It's just like, oh boy, here we go again. You know, she's breathing it down the guy's throat again.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the character, you know. She yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, she, a she a
2: little hoe. She's like a Venus mm-hmm.
0: flytrap essentially. It's Sweet smell, and then she, you know, kills you. Without, <laughs> you know, in, in a second. I, I didn't think that it was too much. Personally, I, I I thought that it fit the character, and uh, going back to what Tay was talking about, I think the one character they could have axed from this, yes, of course, Batgirl could have been axed, but I mean, take out Bane. Like Bane is is yeah. not really yeah. a, a factor. Like she, Poison Ivy could have had generic, you know, henchmen to help her, or or a generic big henchman to help her. You could still do the super, you know, the super Venom formula. Just don't have it be Bane. You know, have it be have yeah. it be just a thug. It doesn't have to be a main villain. Yeah. Because in in the context of the movie, I think that the Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy duo is a good one. And I think that how Poison Ivy tries to manipulate both Batman Robin and Mr. Freeze does work pretty well in the movie. Like, she, you know, removes the plug from... Nora freezes chamber and blames Batman. So the team up with Mr. Freeze becomes more tight and, and, and then she stupidly, you know, says when I pull the plug on lady freeze, <laughs> like, all right, come on. But I think that the, just, I think that Batman just got a perfect, works. like perfect angle. recording
3: of it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect <laughs>
1: angle and everything. Amazing. What are the chances?
0: But yeah. Going back a little bit. Um, you know, with the costume design, uh, I thought the city also looked really good. Like Gotham City, as in general, looked really good. Yeah. And that's just that's a that's a thing from the other Burton. Yeah, I would say that. Um, that was Joel definitely... Schumacher and Burton worked on Batman Forever, and then Joel Schumacher took over completely for this one. And they kept the Burton-esque look from the original uh, Batman movie from like nineteen eighty something um, to. Uh, that it just kind of went throughout the entire run of of these movies, and it's one of those aesthetics that I really miss from Gotham. I feel like Gotham nowadays, it's like, oh, it's you know, it's Pittsburgh or oh, it's New York City. You know, it it it, it lost its um uniqueness somewhere along the way. And I know S- during like the Snyderverse, they tried to kind of get some of that gothic kind of look back to it, but. It just never was as effective as these movies. Like, if you just cut out all the other stuff from all these movies, you get a really cool-looking city with tons of statues and freeways and and just a lot of thick atmosphere in it as well. Um, And this one still does a good job with that, um, especially with, like, some of the shots where, like, the Batmobile is chasing Mr. Freeze's little trucker. They're going through, like, the streets. You know, say what you want about the design of the vehicles and the CGI at those sections. It's, It's the backdrops that are pretty impressive still.
3: Yeah, although I will say um, Mr. Freeze's hideout, it's like, I mean, that's clearly a criminal den. Why hasn't anybody, like, done anything about
0: this? I mean, you could say that about any of these movies because, like, even, like, the Riddler's hideout is, like, this this big... I, I remember being, like, this, like... Or maybe it was the Two Faces hideout. It's like a big cathedral or whatever, and, and it's like, and half of it is burnt, and half of it is like, I wonder who, I wonder which villain's there. Half of it's burnt. Like I don't know. I don't know. Penguin, hands yeah. down.
1: <laughs> it's Catwoman's <laughs> hideout.
0: I knew it. <laughs> and that might that might just be like a Joel Schumacher thing, honestly. Like having the hideouts be so obvious. Because when Tim Burton did his movies, like the Joker's hideout was. It was just like a place, and, and the sure same thing with happened. like Penguin just lived at his house or or wherever in the zoo. Well, I lived in the sewers. <laughs> yeah, and and Catwoman had just a normal apartment. Like if, I I think if Joel Schumacher had directed like the original Batman, like Joker would have been in like you know in in the carnival and there would be a big Joker face <laughs> and and whatever. I I just feel like it would be bombat like super no bombastic. One will
1: find me here. <laughs> <laughs> A literal sign right out front. Joker's bad <laughs> Things right yeah. here.
0: <laughs> it's like Arkham City, where each like uh, the the main villains' like areas are very like uniquely designed towards and geared towards them. You know, <laughs> in a video game, it kind of works because oh, it's like oh, there's Penguin's hideout, there's Two Faces hideout. In a movie, <laughs> you know, you kind of start to think about it a little bit more. <laughs> And then the other thing, I guess my main criticism, really, for this movie, like, I, I, I have, obviously I have some, you know, things that I don't like about this movie, sh- for sure. But the one thing that really was irking me by the end of it was um, how the movie was written. It was pretty much just written around one-liners, <laughs> essentially. And I know Mr. Freeze is a huge meme, but I didn't realize how many other characters also just threw out one-liners left and right. And really, that was the crux of the dialogue, <laughs> honestly. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, and
3: then there was Bruce Wayne's like love life subplot that didn't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah she just randomly leaves after um, <laughs> he calls her Ivy. Did you accident. see her again at the
3: um when he's at the party for the like the or sa- er, telescope? A telescope that doesn't like look at space, but it can look anywhere on Earth.
0: Because <laughs> that's not creepy, right? <laughs> Oh, just don't point it in my window, eh?
1: <laughs> so odd.
0: But yeah, that—that's—I mean, that—that I—I—I I, I don't chalk that to the right. I chalk that to just the campiness of the movie, honestly. Yeah. For sure. Like, oh, a, a telescope that could see anywhere on Earth—that's—that's that's someone's brainchild dude. <laughs> got paid <laughs> well, millions then, of dollars. it
3: made me think about how, like, um, in it's like Dark Knight, you know, in. When they do that, basically with cell phones,
0: oh yeah, with the like the um the imaging yeah. or whatever, the big computer that gets destroyed at the end of the movie, yeah, yeah, at least that's cool though, like a giant telescope isn't 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 particularly cool in my opinion, although it yeah. does get cool when Mr. Freeze takes it over, so
1: a hey, dad jokes. <laughs> No, I think it's hilarious, because I watched this movie literally yesterday and forgot that he had, like, a side piece that, like, wanted <laughs> to marry him. And he was like,
0: meh. Well, they'd only been together for, like, a year at that A point. year. <laughs> <I'm>... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's kind of crazy, I guess. But...
1: I've known you forever. I want to be with you forever. Shut up, Ivy. <laughs> like, <laughs> girl, bye.
0: I really like the, um... Some of the wacky sound effects that happened in this movie too, like one of my favorites is when he pulls out the credit card, the Batman Forever credit card, and it it does like the cha-ching. He pulls it out and he's like, (laughs) he's like, never leave home with (laughs) that. Which I guess I mean I was, you know, after I initially had um, finished the movie, I was I was in my mind like, why is there so many like random gizmos and things like the credit card the buzz saw the ice skates on their shoes when they didn't even That's... know that it was mr freeze like what's what's with all these like random gadgets and then i remember like oh yeah well the the 60s movies were all about that too like just
2: yeah. mm-hmm. having random
0: spray that take that that repels sharks and having random things to help them at, 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 at any moment at any notice at any moment um so i guess it kind of harken. i don't know if it intentionally harkens back to that but i can connect the dots at least <laughs>
3: Yeah, and that's definitely, like, gave me... The, cause especially at the beginning, you know, yeah, there's just a lot of that. And, there, and it continues throughout the movie, but it was, that was definitely, like, okay, this is this better be, like, an homage to the early 60s and not just Joel Schumacher going, shit, uh, they need this right now, or how are they going to get out of this? Well, oh, I know. <laughs> they have a gadget for it, of course.
1: The only thing that was missing was, like, the comic, like... Pow, bang, slap, (laughs) wham.
0: And really, I mean, that first opening segment is such a good action scene, too. Just like, even out of the context of Mm -hmm. the Batman and Robin movie, it's a pretty good action scene. Uh, The rest of the movie doesn't really hit that same level of, like, excitement in terms of action. I mean, the rest of the movie is fine in terms of action, but that opening scene really sets the bar high. (laughs) It really does. With the ice skating and the. You know, Mister Freeze throwing out like all the all the different stuff and freezing things, and that that that's also, an, also another thing that I to mention. Like the, the fro- like the people getting frozen. I mean, even though some of it's CG, like there's some good practical stuff in there mm-hmm. as well <laughs> when they're frozen and, and whatever.
1: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at most of the practical stuff that was in the movie.
0: It's like the sets like... too. Like the sets were. Yeah. Like, the dinosaur actually crashes down and destroys the set and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I was um, like... Although that
3: one liner bugged me. It's like, what has... killed
0: the that dinosaurs? Is... The yeah. Ice age. <laughs>
3: That's not what killed the dinosaurs.
0: I don't... Were you there, Tay?
3: Yeah, I was. <laughs> I used my time machine. I saw that up.
0: Disney movie. Okay.
1: <laughs> Aw. Which
3: one? No, I it say dinosaurs came after. Like after most of them were already dead. I mean, it probably did kill some of the dinosaurs. I'll give you that, sure.
0: Didn't kill the alligators or the crocodiles.
3: No, or the or birds or
0: <laughs> or most mammals.
3: <laughs> well, mammals aren't dinosaurs, so.
0: Well, you know, dinosaurs were just a big L. You know, they just they took the big fat L and they couldn't survive in cold climates, so fuck them, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, again, some of them did.
1: Be careful! My gas tank can hear you.
0: Fuck most of them, man. <laughs> except for the, except for the ones that power our homes.
1: <laughs> Some of them
3: did survive, and are out there right now.
1: Join chilling. this podcast, hello. No, we're podcast. not dinosaurs. We're mammals. Well,
0: come there's on, a, there's about come on, T-Rex you might New be. York.
1: Dun dun
0: dun! Dun dun dun! Indeed. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is gonna track it down and stop it. Though we're fine. <laughs>
1: We have all of our faith in, in him. Praise be.
3: Praise be the, the gold bloom.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, what you, would what'd you all think of... Um, I know Alfred... They've had the same Alfred for every single one of the Burton movies. Um, and this one, obviously, he's sick for most of it, so he's not really doing much. <laughs> Um, at all but i I always i I mean this was the alfred that i kind of grew up with because um Mm -hmm. you know i was i watched these movies when i was young and obviously this was one that i watched a lot uh (laughs) you know for better or worse but uh michael go was my alfred for quite some time before um you know before like i even i even watched like the animated shows you know and I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, he I mean, can't like like I said this movie doesn't really doesn't really have like the Alfred you know from the other movies. So I can only yeah. say like in the other movies he's a really good Alfred. He like they do a good job with him. This one he's he's old and, and dying.
3: Of, I was saying in one of them doesn't he actually get like answers the door and gets like beat up like knocked out like almost instantly?
0: I believe that's the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Cuz the Joker shows up at Bruce Wayne's mansion and
3: that's right. And I still don't
0: forgive him for that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> what did you all think of the close-ups on nipples, butts, and breasts? Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> also, just why does
3: the bat suit have nipples? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I know why that's not? a big, it's a don't big thing. Don't you have Everyone nipples? Everyone asks
1: that. No, I don't. Oh. So you're the dinosaur.
3: <laughs> yes. Or something else entirely.
0: It's funny to me that like we've gone through four of like this is the fourth movie in the Burton series and the bat suit. None of the Batmen can bend their neck left and right. They have to like f- turn their full body. It's like how 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 have we not fixed this issue? <laughs> like like you know um the original Batman Michael Keaton. He was he had you know, when he wants to look left and right, he has to move his entire body. Val yeah. Kilmer, same thing; he has to move his entire body. And now George yeah. Clooney has to move his entire body to look left and right. And there was that part where uh, Bane throws Batman into like the, the flower bags or sandbags or whatever they are, and Poison Ivy's like next to him, and you can tell like he's really straining to try and look <laughs> at her. It's just such a funny little moment. It's like can can we just like can we <clears throat> just didn't... fix this? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even fix it for the first Bell movie. It wasn't until the second one. Dark right. Night, they Dark Knight. Yeah, they finally... And they, uh, they made that a plot point, too, I believe, right?
3: Yeah, they did.
1: A little bit of one, yeah. I've seen The Dark Knight so many times. That's my favorite Batman movie.
0: Yeah, that one's still um really good. Everyone's favorite. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't favorite. say... I, there's some people who, who, who stand by Batman v Superman. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those I people go that part, but... don't count. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I prefer Batman Begins to Dark Knight
1: oh not me I wasn't was a huge like a
3: Scarecrow on the podcast <laughs>
0: hmm. yeah we did the whole trilogy yeah. um, and part of
3: my my biggest problem with um, Dark Knight is just it's ending and it just goes on for it goes on past where it should have ended
2: <laughs> and
3: sure yeah. just since you weren't here for that conversation I'll, I'll, I'll let you know
2: anyways correct probably <laughs> my guess
1: sorry at least we're in the same vicinity of movies and that's true no this one wasn't it it surprised me definitely surprised me i wasn't expecting it to be like comical i guess and then like i see their asses like in the first (laughs) like 10 minutes i was like oh it's one of those okay cool nice yeah it's a it's a fun little
0: dive into like the old version of Batman. The Batman will pro I mean honestly we'll probably never get this Batman in live action at least. Like a lot of times like the animated movies they'll kinda do some wacky things, you know, harken back to the old times. Like they, they recently did like a animated Batman like sixty six movie that was like a lost episode and they or or a lost movie script that they animated and had um, Adam West and stuff do the voices for the characters, which was really cool. It wasn't great, a, a great movie, but it was still pretty cool. So we, I could see them doing like an animated version of like a sequel to like Batman and Robin or something that's just super, you know, campy and out there. But I don't think we'll ever see like this kind of Batman movie ever again. May, may, I mean, I could be well, wrong. If can obviously, get Joel with Schumacher back. Joel, Joel Schumacher is dead, so. Oh, is he? That's yeah. not going to work out. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. But, uh... When did he die? Uh, he died in 2020. Oh. Sad.
3: Well, then, okay.
0: Yeah, can't do that. You can, maybe you can get an AI, AI, AI algorithm, too. Oh,
3: I mean, yeah. Mimic like his style, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure, that could probably work.
0: But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that's really the only way that we're going to get, like, a... Can't be Batman again because right, I, if it just feels like right now the serious Batman is the only Batman, and you kind of forget that like for a long time Batman was kind of like not a joke, but he was very goofy for a while. Um, his comics were much more serious, but you know the whole Adam West era of Batman was a big part of like the '60s, and and that's kind of where Batman was for quite some time, and even in these movies. I guess really not the 1989 Batman, or maybe even the Batman Returns, but um, they definitely brought back that campy aesthetic and stuff with like Forever. And I guess I'll I'll lump in Return because because uh, some,
3: even because the, the Penguin one, is, some... is wacky
0: and crazy in that. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: there's some there's still some wacky stuff in the first two.
0: And but I, I will say. At least Batman doesn't kill anyone in this movie, like he does in every single other of of the Burton movies. So <laughs> yeah, he kills a thug in the first movie with like a bomb, or maybe that's the second movie. Uh, the first movie, he obviously kicks Joker off the clock tower. In Batman Forever, he you know allows Two Face to fall to his death. Like, not really the Batman you know and love. <laughs> obviously, um, this movie was the first one I think in the entire quadrilogy that he actually saves or at least doesn't intentionally like let anyone die in here like like even the villains like in all like the other batman movies two-face dies joker oh here's some major spoilers for you guys Uh, (laughs) two-face dies joker dies the the riddler is like um stupid now he he like insane he's insane and stupid uh uh, and Catwoman se- seemingly dies at the end of that movie and, and returns. Penguin dies. So this is, like, the one movie where, like, really, no, like, the, the villains don't die. I mean, you can kind of infer that, like, Mr. Freeze kills Poison Ivy at the end of the movie, which doesn't make any sense either. Like, that he just has his suit and he can be put into, a, uh, into Arkham Asylum with her. It's like, why would you do that? But... You can infer that maybe she dies. Yeah. They don't show it, though, so it's like, okay, well, you can kind of just think about what might have happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, hold on. I well, You can keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, this movie also has, like, a breakneck speed to it as well. Like, there's really no downtime besides from when they're talking to Alfred and it's sad, right? Like, it's, it's just a very yeah. fast-paced action flick that really does not – stop for anything like as soon as they introduce like the batgirl character she's riding motorcycles and you have the whole sequence with the motorcycle gang and um they're just i may i think that the action um had an adverse effect on the movie itself because there's not there's not those moments of like oh here's bruce wayne and he's dealing with being both batman and and um bruce wayne you know but like they did in like the first and second movies and and even a little bit in batman forever they they started to lean away from that where it's mostly just batman on the screen and this movie kind of did away with bruce wayne almost entirely and the funny thing is like i think george clooney could be a good bruce wayne i don't think he is in this movie per se but he could have been a good bruce wayne if given the right direction and and maybe a different haircut um (laughs) I don't. I don't think he's a good Batman at all. Like, I, I think that Mm-mm. his Batman is not good. I think Val Kilmer had a pretty good Batman, and of course, Michael Keaton had a good Batman as well. Um, but the the George Clooney Batman just ain't it. And uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. It's like if we could get like, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman and George Clooney as Bruce Wayne, I think you you kind of have like, and give him the right direction. I think you got like a good duality there. But that's just not how it is. <laughs>
1: yeah i i'm with you there i i like have you seen the new like the newest batman with robert, robert pattinson, pattinson. Yeah. yes
0: i love that movie.
1: i i really enjoyed it i was not expecting to either but i liked the way that they they went back and forth between his like troubled soul as bruce and then back to batman i really liked the balance that they did there uh, with him and with um Oh my gosh, Christian Bale's Batman. Um, but this one, I was like, I, I don't know. It was it was interesting. I like the way that they did it this way too. But seeing George Clooney just you know be Bruce Wayne, I was like, that's not that's not my Bruce. That doesn't. <laughs> I like forgot. I was like, oh, who is he? Oh, duh, he's Bruce Wayne. But no, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I I had very mixed feelings about him as
0: as bruce yeah the, the batman the new one with robert pattinson really dived mm-hmm. into the character of both bruce wayne and batman kind of like how yes um, um like the first batman 1989 movie did with with michael keaton's batman they they also did like this you know he's trying to be bruce wayne and batman it's not just batman right and right. in this movie, it seems like Batman has essentially just taken over his life, and it's now taken over Robin's life, and it's going to take over Batgirl's <laughs> life here. Like it already does, kind of take over her life at the end of the movie. And I just, I, I never liked that idea for the character because it, you know, he, it, it, it is like two separate characters in one. It's, it's almost like a bipolar character, right? You have Bruce Wayne, yeah. who's like a suave dude who has tons of money, and he gives the charity and whatever. And then you have Batman who beats up people and puts them in the hospital and he fights, you know, these crazy villains. Um, and, and, you know, the Batman does a great job of, of, of really combining those two aspects of the character where it's like, you know, it's, it's still kind of dark and moody. I mean, he's listening to freaking Nirvana something in the way at the beginning of the movie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, I think that I think this movie just kind of drops the ball in that aspect.
1: I do. Too. But there was so much there were so many other things going on. It's like they didn't need to. Like, they didn't need to, like, focus on just Batman. Like, there were so many other aspects Yeah, the movie. Yeah, they, got, to the they movie. got too many characters in this movie <laughs> to, to, to
0: focus on, like, a Batman-centered thing. Which is why, yeah. like, even, even like, the, the, the divide between Robin and Batman, where on paper, it's a good idea to have Poison mm-hmm. Ivy split them apart. In actuality, in the movie, it just, it's really quick. And it's, it does, it, like, they're arguing at one point, and then in the next scene, they're like walking together and having a conversation normally (laughs) yep oh how are we gonna how are we gonna move this plot along they just had an argument well we'll just have them talking upstairs like normal and see where it goes
1: (laughs) which i think is like that makes sense too like that's just their relationship you know like they can be at each other's throats at one end and then you know turn right back around and be like oh hey you know pleasant conversation. I feel like I see that a lot in guys. I don't know.
0: Mm, yes. That intuitively. Intuitively. <laughs> well, um, is, is, there, is there anything else y'all <laughs> want to say about Batman and Robin?
1: And Robin? And is and the dude that played Robin, like, is he relevant? <laughs> I, like, I, I feel bad for saying that, but, like, yeah. Uh, I he just didn't look familiar to me and it like kind of it it made me sad movies
3: around this time but this movie i think is pretty much what ended
0: his career oh whoops well that and he played uh the main character in the max Payne movie which Mm. also was not great so yeah (laughs) he just he had a he had a a very bad agent i guess you could say i mean hopefully he got paid for You know, like paid good money to do the Batman and Robin and Batman Forever movie, but
1: yeah, did this movie make money? Like, did it at least break even?
0: Uh, I believe it was a flop, even when it came out in '97. I believe so. We We can look up the box numbers. Um, Batman and Robin producers gives his theory as to why the film failed.
1: Hmm. Well, it said the budget was $125 million and box office that was $238 million. So, like...
0: Well, I guess they did, uh, you know, go positive there.
1: Yeah. Just not
0: with the reviews.
1: <laughs> hmm. 55% of people like this movie. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I, guess. Think, I think a lot of people who watch this movie, uh, maybe it's just popular to hate on it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, mm. yeah. I, well, I I, I think, don't I don't think it deserves half the amount of hate that it gets. Really, uh, I I, I understand the hate of, for like Bane yeah. and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that I do yeah. like about the movie. Yeah. Genuinely,
1: it was enjoyable.
3: I think, like I said, I think a lot of people, if they went back and rewatched it after seeing a bunch of the Snyder stuff, would have a higher opinion of this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much like yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, so, but when it first came out, it was you know. It, didn't do good because compared to what came before it, it was bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, once the once they lost Burton completely, the writing was on the wall, really, because he really held those first two movies together in like a it, it had it had the straightforward um, mood and atmosphere and stuff like that. And it gets a little muddled as you go, f- you know, closer to Joel Schumacher's involvement. Well, already, uh, yeah. If uh, anyone else has anything they want to say, speak now or. Wait until the review, <laughs> the final, the final <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> I guess it's a no. All right, I'll start us off here um, with the final review, of the, or the final thoughts, and the rating out of five here. Um, yeah, as you may have expected, I I, I went to this movie thinking that I was just gonna be it's just gonna be like a punching bag sort of thing, and in some ways it is. It is a bit of a punching bag. Um, it kind of skirts that line of like so bad it's good, and also like so bad that it's just genuinely bad, right? <laughs> but I think it, it I think it does some things relatively decently, and of course there's other things that are bad, like we've already mentioned. Like obviously, Bane is the big. Green thumb in in the room like that. He should have either been axed from the movie completely, or reworked, or whatever. Um, I yeah, the acting, most of the characters' acting weren't great, but I thought that the campiness of the movie kind of made up for that. I I, I mean, I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he did a great job as Mr. Free. I, I think the casting is is good for both. Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. I felt like that was good casting. And, you know, say what you will about the Batman, Robin, and and Batgirl. I think that George Clooney could, with the right direction, be a great Bruce Wayne. Maybe not the best Batman. Um, but that being said, I, I definitely would watch this movie over almost anything in the Snyder verse at this point. I mean, I was I was trying to think of, like, what movie I would prefer to watch over this one in that, in that universe. And... I mean, the only one that comes to mind is the only one that was done by James Gunn, and it's not really even a part of the Snyderverse, which is the Suicide Squad, which is, like, the sequel to the original Suicide Squad. So, and that's not, that's, like, not even going to be canon anymore, so it doesn't even matter. But, yeah, I think that, um I think this movie gets a little bit too much maybe hate. I, I think that it's just, it, I think it's just kind of bad. It's not, like, super terrible. It's not the worst superhero movie ever, at least anymore. Um, and I just I just had fun with it, you know. And I think that's the main thing that drives my rating is I, I had fun while watching. It was speedy. It was entertaining. It was funny. And um, I think there was some, some good things in, inside this mixed bag of, of bad writing, but also super high campiness and, and fun backdrops and stuff like that, action sequences. So in the end, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5.
2: Alright. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, everything... It was a fun movie. It was really, uh, fun. I actually enjoyed, you know, some of the one-liners, and uh, I don't know, they're just so dumb and quirky. They were fun, I guess. I don't know. And maybe I am giving a little bias, because I, um, went into the movie, like, expecting it to be bad, so I'm kind of like, eh. Um, so, I don't know. Um, it's just my opinion. Um, I thought you know the acting was good um the I really liked the uh, city and Gotham and the overall the vibes like Yemi said and how uh it just looked and how everything how everything was and it was just it was a fun watch and the uh, only thing you know like I said is just the poison ivys uh you know Gimmick of you know just breathing every guy's get mouth and like every guy you know like wanting to kiss her right away. It's just like okay that was used once too much, but I get it. You know it's his, it's her gimmick, so uh I guess they had fun with it. um Mr. Freeze was uh, a good character. I enjoyed him, and I just uh everything was fun. Seeing his gun being used, and yeah, they did do being kind of dirty, but something you no know, that. I can get over, I guess. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a three out of five.
3: OK. Um, for me, like, I mean, yeah, the acting was really campy and bad. Um, some of it felt like on purpose. Some of it felt like it was the actor, like, I guess, phoning it in. It's, it, became, became, it became kind of hard to tell what was what, like, is, is this person acting bad on purpose, or is it just bad? Um, so that was a little hard. The writing's not great in this movie, obviously. Um, I guess maybe not obviously. <laughs> in my opinion, it's not great. There's... It's just, uh, yeah, there's some problems with, especially, like, just how they portrayed Poison Ivy before she became Poison Ivy Is this who just wanted to kill everybody still and like i don't know it was weird it's like you can save the planet and the people too no um, but they had to make her extreme so you don't you don't like people who want to save the planet they're bad guys root for the billionaire um but yeah overall it's like it's it can't be fun um it's dumb it's fun there's times yeah it was skirts the line of is this just dumb dumb, or is this fun dumb? <laughs> um, and they kind of tiptoed back and forth between those two things. Uh, overall, though, you know, it was so fine. It's fine. I'd give a two point five out of five.
0: The main question is: Did you do you regret watching it ever? Because because last episode you said you were yeah. actively avoiding this movie at all costs.
3: I was. I was, and that was mainly because I my my friends who saw it when, you know, first came out and who are huge DC, like Batman fans and everything were just like, don't do it. It'll ruin every- it for Batman for you forever. <laughs> so you stole, it. My...
0: Do you still, yeah, did it? <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> no. I
3: was just like, eh, okay.
0: Yep. You
3: know, I'm actually probably glad I saw it. Cause now I can be like, now I'm in on the joke. <laughs>
0: there you go. See?
1: All right. Well, um, I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would. I thought I was going to get bored, honestly, because I don't know. I, I have gotten bored during action movies before, um, or like superhero movies rather, but no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed all of, like the practical, um, parts of the movie. Um, I, I enjoyed like the costume and set design. I thought that they did a pretty decent job, um, there, are, I mean, a couple of parts I would leave out, like Bane, as that's been said, and Batgirl. I thought she was pretty irrelevant. Um, but overall, it was a decent movie. I think people are a little bit too harsh with it. Um, I, I was thoroughly entertained, uh, so I'm going to give it a three out of five.
0: All right. So, we got another recommendation coming up here. Grady, did you land on a movie?
2: I sure did. And it's going to be another uh, pre- prepare ourselves for a bad movie. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to continue that trend, I suppose. I'm going to watch a movie from my childhood and Yemi's as well. I'm not sure about, I'm sure Ray and Tay also. Will. Um, but movie I'm going to recommend is Scooby-Doo, the movie from 2002. Let's go. Uh,
1: um, what's it? I said, "Let's go." Uh, I love
2: that movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. Um, let's. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched it, so let's hope it's uh, still good. Um, kind of a weird uh, synopsis here, but after a breakup, the mystery. Oh, after a breakup from the mystery, Gengar individually brought to an island to resort and to investigate a strange going on that's such a weird title like such a weird (laughs) synopsis so uh pretty much the game broke up and now they're all coming back to an island and they don't know that they're all being met there so uh directed by Raja Gosnell um it stars Matthew Lillard Freddie Prinze Jr. Sarah Michelle Gellar Gellar yeah Gellar um Who else? Uh, There's a bunch of Linda Cardinelli uh, and others. Um, So, yeah.
1: Awesome. I like Linda Cardinelli.
0: And it's available to watch on Paramount Plus and Amazon, renting YouTube, etc. as well. So, if you, the listener, don't want to be spoiled for Scooby-Doo from 2002, make sure you watch that before <laughs> the next episode comes out in two weeks, folks. Two weeks. Um, yeah, uh, Velma from this movie was my childhood crush.
3: Oh, yeah. I'll put that right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, still my crush.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> I have many crushes, though, so it's, it's not like it's an impressive feat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I one of them Tay? Of course. (laughs) All right.
0: And also, this is a defining role for Matthew Lillard, who uh, strained his voice to get the Shaggy voice just right.
3: Well, didn't he become like the voice of Shaggy in the cartoon after
2: this?
0: He sure did.
2: Isn't he in One of the Adventures
0: and Garden Um, Galaxy? And no, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, he's not in any of those movies. Although Lillard,
2: um, how are you saying Oh, wait, dude. No, I'm thinking about uh, Linda. My bad, I'm thinking of someone else.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> also, Linda Cardinelli is in Avengers 2. She's Hawkeye's wife.
0: So, yeah, um, if you don't want to be spoiled for that, or if you want to join the conversation, make sure you watch Scooby-Doo before the next episode. Um, and once 2002. again... 2002.
2: I know there's a lot of movies. <laughs> so, 2002
0: yeah, yeah, 2002. There's a lot of Scooby-Doo movies. Most of them are animated, though. So but uh there's like only a I think i think i mean if i'm looking at this right there's only like two live action scooby-doo believe, movies yeah. um oh three three there's another one called scooby-doo the mystery begins looks like that's live action as well um but yeah uh, make sure you watch the right one because you know you don't want to accidentally watch the second one for whatever reason
2: yeah don't do that
1: i think it'll be it'll easy be to remember scooby-doo 2002
0: and of course, no. if you want to suggest your movies for the fan vote, we do it every, uh, every like four episode or five episodes with Tay's episode. Uh, make sure you get your recommendations in before that episode airs. Uh, uh, you can send us an email, like I said, comment on YouTube or whatever. It's up to you to decide our fate. It out. Callus ever uh, email you? You know he didn't. He didn't email me. Wow.
3: Wow,
2: Wow, he lied. Yeah.
3: He's a lying liar, and I don't like him anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's never allowed on. Never allowed back on.
3: Yeah. Y'all are harsh. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be.
0: (laughs) Does anyone have any small recommendations for this week? Um, I actually don't. I have a small recommendation for a game which is Ooh. Burger Time, one of my favorite arcade games um, I recently played the Game Boy uh, game that is on the Nintendo Switch Online service and that one's pretty fun, it's kind of bizarre there's like like the the final cutscene is like the chef getting stripped down naked and you can see his like ass and he's like <laughs> waddling around it's kind of funny, kind of bizarre but it was actually really good, I actually really enjoyed it Nice. pretty fun pretty fun game and i i i love burger time burger time is one of my favorite like favorite arcade games next to like metal slug um so definitely uh if you haven't played burger time you're missing out
1: burger time
2: okay are you going to get the Hell's kitchen video game <laughs> uh if you buy it for me uh, i
1: don't
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> All right folks um, I am Yemi the Ferret and I've been here with Greedy Waffles, Taymation,
1: Ray Positivity,
0: and we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.